Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. I'm Father Tim Cohn. And we're broadcasting today from Mitchell, South Dakota. Thank you for joining us. We had a great uh, discussion with your boss, Bishop Donald DeGroote. Oh, man. I guess he's probably my boss, too. <laughs> yeah. Kind of the boss of all of us who live in the uh, Diocese yeah. of Sioux Falls. <laughs> we're happy to follow him. Uh, if you missed any of that conversation, go to realpresenceradio.com later today or tomorrow, and we'll have that podcast uploaded. And if you want to check out any of his videos that he has posted, he has such great videos no matter where you live. Yeah. Um, check them out. SF, as in Sioux Falls, sfcatholic.org is the website for the diocese. And you can uh, log on to there and just check him out. He's got a lot of great things to say. So he thought you were pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> I take no credit on that. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. going to start using it. The next time I hear that in a video, I'm going to be... Monasticism of the heart. Then, monasticism yeah. <laughs> of the heart. And we were like, that was, that was Father Tim Cohen. Yeah, I take no credit for that. I, uh, I stole that from someone else. <laughs> well, and I'm so grateful for what he was talking about um, towards the end of our interview with him, talking about finding a quiet, peaceful place. My yeah. heart desires that deeply. Yeah. And I'm an introvert. <laughs> and so to have Bishop say it's okay, I don't yeah. know why that permission it was so it gratifying. It makes all the difference. You know, I'll, I'll never forget. It's funny that you, that you mentioned that. I will never forget. There, there was a moment in my own spiritual life that everything changed. And it was because of exactly what you're saying. I was given permission. Uh, and, and I'll never forget. There was, there was a priest in the seminary uh, that he said... And what's funny is I even talked to him sort of years later about this, and he was like, I never said anything like that. <laughs> uh, but he said, you know... You're like, well, I didn't invent it. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and he's like, well, I, I give you permission. He's talking to us. We were new men in the seminary. This I can't remember if it was my first year of theology or my first year of pre-theology. Uh, but the priest said, I give you permission. Become as holy as you can. Go. Uh, and and something shifted within me that he's like oh, that immediately everything made sense that it's like live that life that you're aching to live, mm. do what your what your heart is aching to do. I mean, <gasps> I, all, oh yeah, man. <laughs> wow, yeah. And what's beautiful about it, like like you mentioned, I mean, our Lord is written on our heart. He has placed all of these beautiful thoughts, feelings, desires that he has, he has imprinted himself on our hearts that we ache for him. We long for him. I mean, saying our hearts are restless until they rest in him. Right. And there's nothing like giving permission to do what our hearts long to do. <sighs> Be with the one that you love. Spend time with him. I mean, like the bishop wow. said, I mean, as you mentioned, all of us. We are created to be in intimate union with God himself. Right. This is what heaven's going to be. And, well, and I love that he worded it, that he's in love with Jesus. He's in love. Yes. And I don't think people think of it that way. Yes. Or my, they're like, that's weird. That's yeah, totally <laughs> creepy, dude. But it's true. It and, is. And, you know, and this is, they, they said this, I'm, I learned more than I thought <laughs> at, at IPF. I mean, this, this, so the Institute for Priestly Formation, it's, it's run out of, out of Omaha. And the whole, it's meant to, uh, it's, a, it's a deep dive into the spiritual life, especially the spiritual life for the diocesan priest. And one of the things that, that uh, they mentioned there that's part of, uh, part of their program is to fall in love, stay in love, and that will make all of the difference. And it's true that it's like, you know, our, I, 
our faith isn't just, you know, theological suppositions. <laughs> right. It's a person. It's three persons. It's yeah. God himself, who is just as real as you are sitting right across the table from me right now. Well, and I was thinking just that with our first interview. Yes. Because Jesus was coming, I forget her name now, was coming to her yeah. and giving her messages to have a more divine will, understanding of her divine will, Sister Louisa Picaretta. And I was, you know, thinking, you know, this is another example that God, Jesus Christ, is alive. We are celebrating that, and He yes. is truly alive. Especially now, during this, I mean, we're celebrating Easter. I mean, I, I preached about this uh, uh at, at the end of the Trudum and at the Easter Vigil that, uh, uh, you know, I went to the Holy Land with my classmates when I was in seminary. And I'll just, I'll never forget that, you know, you have, see the, the, two, the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. You have all these thousands and thousands and thousands of people from every corner of the globe coming to this place to see where Jesus isn't there anymore. Right. He's risen. So you what know, is the Church of the Holy Sepulchre for those that don't oh know? Oh yeah, so those that don't know that the church this is the the it was built uh what the 5th century uh by uh what Emperor Constantine um I might be making this up but I'm pretty sure that this is what it is, you know. Got me. Look it up at home. <laughs> uh and it's built over Jesus's tomb. Uh uh, that I mean, they've got the very spot where where Jesus Christ Himself was actually laid, and we're excited because He was there at one point. Yeah, and the best part is, and they built the church around it. But what's more incredible <laughs> is He isn't there, right? You know the the fact of so all of this is the fact that <clears throat> Jesus is alive. This is real. You know the the Gospels; these are historical accounts of the fact that God Himself, out of love for us, became man, and rose that we would know His love. And what's beautiful is I, you know, all these images keep coming to mind. You have all of these saints, all of the mystics of the Church that are pointing to this reality: He is real, and He actually desires to be in relationship with each of us, that we would know Him, that we would receive Him, that we would hear Him. And the still quiet voice within our hearts that, that he speaks to us. And so what the bishop is, what all of this is pointing to is God desires to reveal himself to us in mm -hmm. our life. But when we, when we actually take the time necessary to look back and where we saw him, where we encountered him, mm -hmm. where we saw that he was speaking to us in these different moments through our lives, even if it's just the past day. Yeah. You know, that this this helps us to stay grounded and rooted in his love. You know, part of this, this is this is the daily examine prayer where we look, you know, ultimately, you know, we, we look at the places that we have turned away from him, but even more importantly, we look at where we have seen him, mm -hmm. where we have encountered him, where we were open to him. Uh, and that's and then we're able to recognize him even more, even even in yeah. the challenges of life. It, and know. then you desire it more. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And what's beautiful is this, this is a foretaste of heaven where we will see him without the veil. Uh, and when we see him, we're going to be inflamed with love for him. And mm -hmm. We're going to know him and then we're going to want to know more about him. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to love him more. We're going to know him more. We're going to love him forever. Yeah. And we have the, uh, the beautiful gift of getting to a foretaste of that now. Right. Well, we and I, on him. Deacon Mike McEwen, uh, our first interview that we had this morning talking about uh, Servant of God, Louisa, um, 
he was talking about a, a concept that I don't know if many people spend time thinking about, uh-huh. but that is that God is of no time. So my yeah. daughter struggles with this one, and yeah. we've discussed it. <laughs> she's a deep thinker. She's only 18, but she's a deep thinker, an old soul. And so we've talked about this. I'm like, God is not of our time. That is something we have created. You know, the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. God doesn't work like that. He's of all time. You Eternal know? now. Yeah. I, I and it's phrase. just like, so it's like a concept, and it kind of is tying into what we're talking about, mm-hmm. that we are reading a historical react, reaction or recreation of what happened to Jesus, uh-huh. but it's still current. Yes. You know, and what strikes me about this is as the bishop was talking here, uh, this whole idea of renewal just keeps coming up. Mm -hmm. Like renewal of our mind. Our our Lord wants to renew us. Mm -hmm. This is what we need. This is what the world needs is to be renewed. Uh, I I can't remember which pope it was. Renew all things in Christ. Uh, I mean, this, this is the goal. I mean, that all of creation, all of the world, all of our hearts today need to be renewed in Christ. Yeah. And the fact that God desires to reach out to us, to renew us, to, he gives us that grace even now, right now, to be renewed with him. I think it's because humans are slow learners. Yeah. <laughs> but what's beautiful is he knows that. He knows that. He loves us anyway. You know? That, I mean, well, how many times, you know, we'll be, you know, this is the Easter season. We're yeah. going to be hearing more from the Acts of the Apostles or the more of the, uh, uh, of the, the resurrection accounts or what happened after the resurrection. How many times over and over again, people didn't get it. They didn't see him. They, even though they had heard, you know, doubting Thomas, oh my Jesus gosh. rose. No, no, no. I mean, unless I put my hands in his, or my finger in his hands and in his side, then, and what does our Lord say? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believed. And, and so the thing is, Jesus, or the, the, the gospel, or the, the, the Acts of the Apostles are reading this morning for Mass, mm-hmm. uh, that they were, they, were, they were praying in their faith. I mean, as they were praying, the place that they were in shook. <laughs> the same spirit is present now in us now by virtue of our baptism and our confirmation. It's the same spirit. But yet, why do we not believe it? Mm-hmm. Why do we not live with that same faith? But the thing is, we what's preventing us? I ended up preaching about it this morning, I think. That <laughs> what is preventing us from living that faith, living with that faith and receiving it? You know, oftentimes we, uh, we put God in a box. We think he only works in this way. Uh, we think too small of him. Oh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely, we do. Well, but, and you just have to look at the Old Testament. Right. It's like, right. I don't know why God kept bothering with the Israelites. And <laughs> because he loves you. That's the thing. He loves us more than we hate our own sinfulness. Mm. And the fact that he is greater than our weakness. He's greater than our failings. He's greater than all of it. And the fact that he desires to lift us up, that we would know his love intimately, uniquely us, uh, our his love for us. And this is why I love talking with, with, with Bishop, and I love hearing he is a man who absolutely loves our Lord. And even being around others who love our Lord, it's like it gives me permission to do the same. Because yeah. that's what I ache for. That's what, that's what my heart longs for. Absolutely. And so it's like, so for all of you who are listening now, what is it that you long for from our Lord? 
What do you ache for from him? What do you think is too good to be true? That is exactly where our Lord desires us to live from. From his grace right there, being made manifest in us and through our lives. Beautiful. With that, let's take a quick break, shall we? Yeah. (laughs) All right. We'll be back more with Banter Time with Father Tim Cohen. I'm Heather Caro. We're broadcasting today from Mitchell. We'll be right back. Now is the time to stand up for life and dignity in Minnesota. Hello, this is Archbishop Bernard Hebda. Join Catholics across Minnesota for Catholics at the Capitol, April 15th at the Cathedral of St. Paul. Be formed in the faith, informed on issues impacting life and dignity, and sent on mission to transform our state. We will celebrate Mass, hear from inspiring speakers, and head to the Capitol in a Eucharistic procession before meeting with legislators. Get your tickets at catholicsatthecapitol.org. My name is Father Gabriel Wauero from the Diocese of Duluth. I've been a priest for 12 years in the United States. I am very happy to be a priest. I have watched many people receive peace because of a priest. Many times I meet people in grief. I meet people who are suffering. I meet young people who have lost their way. And as a priest, through prayer, through sacraments, through counsel, I have seen the peace of the Lord in their hearts. I believe every one of us needs this peace. And as a priest, we are able to bring that peace of the Lord to, uh, to, them, to them, whether they are on their sickbed, whether they are grieving a loved one, or whether they have been hurt by someone else. I love being a priest, and I think everyone, every young man out there, should consider becoming a priest to bring the same peace the world needs so much today. For more than 20 years, the University of Mary has watched students thrive through affordable, flexible, and formative online education programs. Now, we are delighted to announce the expansion of these offerings with the robust portfolio of advanced education options created intentionally for the Catholic working professional. Our programs offer accelerated formats with classes beginning every five weeks throughout the year and the potential for a return on your investment in the very first year. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. I'm Father Tim Cohn. And you're joining us for Deep Thoughts by Father Tim Cohn. (laughs) (laughs) This is my favorite segment. (laughs) You should have a theme song. Deep thoughts. (laughs) We've had such a great show this morning, and and it's all um, kind of tying itself together. Yeah. So if you've missed any of our interviews from today, you can always go to realpresenceradio.com. We put our podcasts up there, and we break them into segments. So each interview is its own segment. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Yeah. You can jump around. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you can totally... Forget this last half hour even existed. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah. we've been having great conversations, and one of the things we were talking about uh, during break, we've been talking about Bishop Donald DeGrude and um, kind of his vision for the diocese and thinking about Christ as present to us today, wants to be part of our lives today. And um, one of the things I said to you, because Father Tim Cohn knows my mother. Mm-hmm. Anybody that knows, <laughs> knows, knows, knows my mother. We love you, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> knows that her and I's personalities are polar opposites <laughs> just so you know uh she's very outgoing she's very energetic she runs circles around me and i can remember like in junior high thinking oh, i don't want to be a catholic like her <laughs> because i don't have the energy mm. i don't she was such a hard worker and i can remember naively thinking that um when i was in junior high like if i go and become a devout Catholic, as strong of a Catholic as my mother is, then that's just going to take so much time, so much effort, and so much work. Well, somehow, I am there. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe even worse than when I was, you know, thinking. But it's not. It's a, it's a, a relationship that is essential to me now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and one, one of the things that, that strikes me about it, or a verse that's come up for me over and over uh, again in prayer, that we actually pray it in the Liturgy of the Hours fairly regularly, uh, is the first verse of Psalm 127. Uh, it, and it's, uh, if the Lord does not build the house, in vain do its builders labor. Uh, you know, and th- this ties into everything that, that we've been talking about as far as like uh, our Lord's will for us, that... Uh, if we are not doing what he actually wants us to do, we're actually wasting our time. <laughs> we end up spinning our wheels. No big deal. You know? and, mm. uh, and sometimes this plays out in, in doing good things. That ultimately, mm. sometimes there are good things that we do that in reality end up just serving ourselves. Mm. But yet we ignore the good that our Lord is asking us to do. And so what ends up happening, you know, so what, what are the, the I, I preach about this fairly regularly, I, the, the people probably get sick of it, but, uh, you know, what are the two greatest commandments that our Lord says? You know, to love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength, and then to love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. That sometimes we put, we kind of flip the order where it's like, you know, we have to, we have to love one another. And so we mm-hmm. do all of these good works with the, with the, the, dis, the disposition that I'm actually not open to what our Lord wants for me. I'm going to do good because that's what I'm supposed to do. That's what I'm supposed to do. But yet I actually don't desire to grow in knowledge and love of God. So and, you're doing these acts without putting God first. Right. And what our Lord is revealing to us is it has to flow the other way. And this is what the bishop is talking about. And, you know, it, you can't give what you don't have. Mm-hmm. How are we supposed to give, bring the love of God to one another when I don't know it for myself? And this, this is all like, what's our Lord's will for us? To know him, to know his love, to trust him, and to let that love pervade every aspect of my life, yeah. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, and to bring that love, let it overflow onto every single person that I encounter. Well, and something that we've been talking a lot about over the years, too, is evangelization, the new evangelization, you know, yeah. since uh, JP2. Um, and I think, you know, that Catholics have a different way of evangelizing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I have a friend who was a Baptist and became Catholic. And they're like, you guys go about it completely different than the Protestant faiths. Mm. I'm like, yeah, we do, I guess, because our focus is elsewhere. (laughs) (laughs) We arrive at church not because we like our pastor. (laughs) We love. That's probably a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) But we uh, arrive at church because we want to be in communion with God. We want to be near Him. We want to worship Him. Yes. And through doing these things, I have become a very devout Catholic and spent a lot of spent a lot of my time doing Catholic things. Obviously, I work for a Catholic radio station, but it's because it is flowing out of me. And yeah. that's what attracts people. Mm-hmm. We don't have to knock on doors. Because right. when people enter a Catholic church, hopefully they can sense that there's something different here. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing. So do we live as if what we are doing here actually changes me? Mm. You know, that's the thing. And myself included, Mm -hmm. that there's times I forget the power and the glory of God actually at work. Or Mm. I just don't care if Mm. I'm honest with myself. There's times that uh, I, you know, I would rather do my own thing. You know, part of that is concupiscence. A part of that is, you know, I can be really lazy, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the fact of the matter is that God is real. His son actually loves you and actually desires to have an effect on every aspect of your life today. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and that's a beautiful thing that we can we can set, you know, high bar for all these grand plans. But, you know, God (laughs) is outside of me. Right. But, you know, that, that eternal now God right now. You know, all of our listeners, what are you doing right now? Do you recognize God's presence at work in you right now? Any circumstance of your life, especially those that might be disquieting your heart, do you recognize that God is giving you the grace to draw ever deeper in love with him right now, no matter what the circumstances are Mm -hmm. surrounding you, that his love for you is real right now yeah this is what transforms the world absolutely well and the other thing i want to challenge our listeners the other thing i've figured out is that my catholic faith doesn't look like my mother's yeah the way i go about my catholic faith is fantastically according to the way i work not the way she does right because you are not your mother. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sure, not. <laughs> you might look similar. You might Nuh-uh, sound similar. Every not once at all. In a while. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but but this is the thing, you know. And you know, I, I uh, in spiritual direction, I'll, I'll guide people that uh, you know the the lives of the saints. They're beautiful to to imitate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's interesting is I'll say to people, you know, like we don't need another Padre Pio because mm-hmm. the church already has one. We need you. Mm-hmm. How you were created, how you relate to the world, how you uniquely are uh, are created by God in love with him, that is the saint that we need. Yeah. And that's why Pope John Paul II, St. John Paul II, canonized so many saints. Mm. He wanted to give us so many different examples of Catholics that we can you know, emulate or live up to or look to, Yeah, you know, because we are all so different. So just because one way of prayer works for somebody doesn't mean it has to work for you. Mm -hmm. 
And so I just always want to encourage our listeners to just keep exploring. There is so much out there. Find our Lord. This is, mm. I, I say this every once in a while. Our Lord's not very good at hide and seek. <laughs> Because he wants to be found by us. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay, I thought it was good. That's hilarious. I love that. But it's true. Go find our Lord. Be surprised by him. Be caught up in the, the transcendentals. Be struck by the, by the beauty, goodness, and truth of creation. Fall in love with him. Mm. You know, Go find him. Find him in the beauty of creation. Find him alone in the tabernacle, you know? Go yes. pursue our Lord. Amen. Go love him. Preach. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> oh, man. Always a joy, Father. Oh, this has Always been so a joy. much fun. I'm going to try my very hardest, folks, to uh, get him to continue hosting even after he moves to Aberdeen. <laughs> so, Father Andrew Dickinson will have to, I'm sure, approve that. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I'll I talk can, to the bishop yeah. about it. <laughs> oh, no. man. Always a pleasure. Always a joy to host yeah. with you. And yeah, likewise. What a gift. It is. Wonderful. And I have a busy week coming up. Um, I'm actually going to go to the Capitol in St. Paul. Oh, no kidding. Broadcasting oh. from the cathedral. Oh. Right? For Catholics at the Capitol? Is yes. That, hey. So that'll be Thursday. But there is a great show tomorrow, and Eli is going to share with us what's happening tomorrow on Real Presence Live. Go ahead, Eli. Hey, thanks, Heather. Yeah, you're right. There's another great show coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Karen Gibis and Amy Julian, coming to you live from the Mustard Seed in Rapid City, South Dakota. We'll start off the show honoring our fathers. You'll have to tune in for that one. Then Jermaine Littlebear will be with us so that you can meet the new director of Native Ministries for the Diocese of Rapid City. Plus, Carol Brown will t- talk to us about a place to retreat, and Sister Mary Conchepta of the Sisters of Life will be with us to help you discover your feminine genius. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Eli. Wow, that's great. A little... West River action. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> if you don't know, Father Tim Cohn and I were both raised out there. So. Yep. And we turned out okay. <laughs> we think so. <laughs> what do you mean that's debatable? <laughs> I didn't hear anybody say that. It's just oh. <laughs> you and I totally agree. Life is good. We're totally normal. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Good old Rapid City. That's right. Nice place. It's a nice place out there. I love the hills. I know. They're just so beautiful. How did we end up East River? How did you end up East mm, River? God's providence, you know? Yeah. yeah. I went to school over at USD. Go Yotes. Yotes. <laughs> <laughs> and I spent too long there. I had a couple of victory laps, you could say. <laughs> so you are a slow learner, huh? Yep. That's, uh, it's true, you know? <laughs> no. I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, our Lord's got a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you have a background in music, don't you? Yep, yep. Yeah, I got my uh, my bachelor's degree in music education. I'm a violinist and a singer, and I love choral music. I, I just love music in general, you know? I do, too. Yeah, I it's do so too. much fun. Especially Easter. I love Easter music, Easter hymns, and oh. Yeah, yeah, we visited my sister in Yankton this weekend, and my mom and my daughter and I went down to visit her in Yankton, and 
we say we perform concerts. <laughs> and I may direct a few of them <laughs> as I'm driving. <laughs> oh, that's Not that great. I do it correctly, but, you yeah. know, yeah, so we have concerts. Mm. You know, some of my favorite memories to this day were uh, uh, growing up going to the cathedral out in Rapid City mm-hmm. uh, for the music that they would have at Easter. Oh, my that, gosh. Oh, man. Webers. Oh, yeah. Right? Yep. The Webers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, love them. So good. All right. Well, will you close us out with a prayer? I would love to. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you and keep you and let his face shine abundantly upon you and fill you with his love and with his peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.